Hey, and welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball with your host, Dr. Don, the killer pickler and sex therapist, and me, Tony, the sidekick who asks the questions, gets the news and all the updates, and all the pickleball annex you can handle. And now, it's Dr. Don. Hi, y'all. This is Dr. Don. Welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball. On today's show, we're going to be talking about sorry, but not sorry on the court. So, for my first serve, Serving. I have a story for you about what happened to me a few days ago. I met up with a couple of my girlfriends. We reserved a court time. And one of the gals, she brought up the fact that we say sorry all the time. And it gets kind of annoying. So her idea was to bring over a jar. And each time one of us said sorry, we would put a dollar in that jar. And maybe at the end of the week or the end of the month, we would take that money and we would all go out to dinner. And I thought it was a fantastic idea. I probably would fill that jar up pretty quick, but I think a couple of the other women would do the same. Because for some reason, I don't know what it is. We say sorry all the time. It might be that you missed a shot, so you're turning to your partner, you're like, sorry. Or perhaps you hit someone uh, in the face or hit them in the body, your opponent, which happens in pickleball all the time. So I mean, that one, maybe if you hurt someone, you say sorry. But really, most of the time, it's just like, a little hit to the feet or something on the arm, and it's really not necessary to say sorry. And I've noticed that women tend to say sorry at least twice as much as men say sorry. I guess it's just part of the game, and I'm sure some of you that play pickleball have noticed it too, but it can get kind of annoying if someone is continually saying sorry. And the best one is the sorry, not sorry. And most of you who play pickleball know what I mean. So maybe you say, Sorry. Oh, but not sorry because you got the shot and it was really good. And that's kind of like you're being sarcastic. Sure. So that's okay. But the other sorries, I think, are kind of annoying after a while. Now for my first volley. Current events and hot topics of the day. Speaking about saying sorry or being sorry, a lot of people are really going to be sorry for indicting our last president on such ridiculous charges. Because now this opens the door to all politicians as well as past presidents. They can all be indicted on whatever ridiculous charges that maybe a rogue prosecutor comes up with. This is something that's pretty scary. I mean, think about Clinton and all the shenanigans that went on in the White House when he was president. Do they really want to go back in time and dig this stuff up? Well, now they certainly can. And if we are moving forward, we really need to be careful about who is paying to get these prosecutors elected because that's exactly what happened. I read several different articles online that this particular prosecutor was paid a lot of money by a group of people to get elected. And he has a really bad reputation just in a year of not being tough on crime. I read that in New York, crime has gone up like 20 or 30 percent. Oh my god. What the fuck? 
the public is finally speaking out about it and something has got to be done. I mean, this is this is insane. We really, really do need to think about uh, the sorry, the no sorry, because I think a lot of people are sorry that this guy got elected and they're going to be really sorry that they opened this can of worms and they opened this door because when the other side gets in office, they can go after their political opponents just like they went after our past president. And now I have an uplifting story that's actually kind of personal to me, too. It's time for Pickleball News. So speaking of pickleball and the sorry, not sorry, I truly love the sport and I am not sorry that I got involved with it. I read an article about a woman who said that pickleball saved her life. Not literally, but spiritually, mentally, physically, And I can really relate to that. Pickleball has brought a lot of joy to my life. It helps me get up, get out of bed because I had a tragedy over a year ago where I lost my husband. I wasn't really getting up, getting out of bed until I started playing pickleball and it gave me a reason, a purpose to get up. And then when I went to the courts, I would see all of these wonderful people that really make me feel good, that I have fun with and we play together and we socialize on and off the court. And so it really did help my life quite a bit. And when I was reading the article about this lady, she said that the reason that she got into pickleball and the reason that she loved it so much and it changed her life is she weighed about 350 pounds before she started playing pickleball. And she lost 200 pounds just by playing pickleball. I mean, this is crazy. She must feel so so much better now, so healthy. And she talked about how in her family, they just didn't do much physical activity growing up. So she never really learned how to get out there and play sports and do things. And so this was all new to her, getting into this pickleball world. And she says that she goes and she plays six days a week. Now, I can certainly relate to that. Guilty as charged here. I think both her and I uh, would be considered uh, pickleaholics or, as Tony's referred to me, a pickler. I think she's probably one too. Anybody who plays six days a week has to really be addicted and love the sport. And that was my big pickle of the day. Big pickle of the day. Stick around because we have Tony coming up. For some more antics and uh, chit-chat between us. See you in a moment. And welcome back to another episode of Getting Down with the Pickleball. I'm Tony. We're here with Dr. Dawn. She just went off a little bit. It was kind of cool and groovy. So, Miss Doctor, <laughs> notice I didn't do the mister? Oh, thank you. So, Dr. Don, you had a few little interesting tidbits. The first topic, the little antic you done from the court, the sorry, not sorry. So you're saying, like, when I played ball and we knew we were going to throw at the batter and we were going to hit him, and the pitcher threw and hit him in the back or shoulder, and he says, sorry, but really not sorry. Is that what I'm hearing? Or do you give a whole nother explanation? Well, there's that, and then there's the sorry. So the first one is, sorry, I'm not sorry, is exactly what you said. When you make a shot and you kind of hit the person, 
not really hard, but you're like, sorry. And then you're like, not sorry, because I made, I scored. So you're happy about it. So that's a sorry, not sorry situation. Okay. Well, that's what I was equating it to. Yeah. Or, you know, I was going to pick up the bill, but it's your turn. Sorry. But really not sorry. Is that like the commercial with the alligator hands? Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. The where they all jump for it. And the first guy's, no, 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 let me get in. He's like, no, no. And they all say, and then they all let go. And the guy that doesn't have the dough has to figure out how to pay for it. No, it's like that commercial. I won't say the name, but where the guy is the gecko and can't reach. Uh, no, he's faking. <laughs> he can't reach it. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I'm understanding. So that happens a lot on the court. So you're telling me that I'm there. I'm right at the line, not in the kitchen. Do a pretty good return, but it's such a good return that the guy or the person across from me can actually pretty much hit it where he wants and he decides to hit you in the sticker marks. Well, you're not not trying to really hit the person. I mean, you hit the person. I would. Okay. (laughs) Well, then you're a dick. All right. Because I'm thinking, (laughs) got to get that opponent down, make him feel sort of like, look out. Don't get close to me because you know this might be coming. You'll have to play another defensive way. No, so I got you, you're not a nice pickleball person then. Oh, oh yeah. so this is just casual, easygoing. So then the sorry but not sorry isn't really Well, no, because here. you don't intend to like smack the ball and hit them in the face or, I mean. No, no, you hit them, you, you hit it at them wherever it hits them intentionally because you don't want them to return it and you want the point and it just happens to, you know, hit their body. So that's fair. Well, you're going to go for the feet. That's normally what you go for. <laughs> So <laughs> really, yeah. do you remember our first episode, ladies and gentlemen, where she said, you know how many times I was hitting the boobs today? Ouch. Yeah, but they weren't intentionally going for my boob okay. or my Okay, that's what you think. Uh, I understand. Well, now, maybe, maybe was, some of them were. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Is it mainly guys that hit you there? Yes. <laughs> and you think it's <laughs> unintentional. All right. Well, nope. I'm not buying any of that kind of karma. Ah. Uh, Get it? Hey. Remember yeah. that episode? Yes. Carmen Lady? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carmen anyway. Corp. All right. So more gossiping doesn't really happen when you say sorry, not sorry. More karma doesn't happen when you're saying sorry, but not sorry. This is a whole new, different thing. So the stuff that we've talked about in past episodes have all been uh, individual to themselves, a proprietariness to itself. It's each one doesn't cross over because I'm thinking sorry, not sorry can cover all Well, yeah, that kind of could be a karma thing. But then let's go to the other sorry where I was talking about women tend to say sorry more often than men, at least 50% more I've noticed on the court. And that would be that they missed a shot and they're saying it to their partner like, oh, I'm really sorry. You don't often see like two guys where the other guy's saying like, oh, sorry, I missed a shot. Usually the partner's like, dude, really? That was like a really easy shot. How could you miss that? And the women are more, oh, I'm really sorry I missed Hmm. the shot. So you see a lot of that playing out on the court. Hmm, I don't know, because when I played, either at whatever sport, basketball, let's say I was coming down, dribbling, guy was open, I should have passed it. I did it a little second later, and uh, someone got her hand on it and went out of bounds. I'm sorry, sorry, my fault, my sorry, bro. Yeah, that happens too. Okay, or like we're trying to do a double play, I'm at shortstop, I I throw, you know, I'm pitching it to the second baseman for a double play. I don't hit him to where he can catch it and, you know, turn the play. So I'm like, sorry, sorry, bro, or whatever. I think that's the relationship that you have with the person that you're playing with. I think if you are closer with them and you have more of this like back and forth, 
you're going to be able to come out and say, hey, you know, maybe you missed it for this reason, or next time I'll shout out, it's my ball or it's your ball. Okay. I think it's because women say, which is rare, but they say sorry a lot more than guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, to men, (laughs) to the guy. Sorry. Like, you know, something happened. Uh, the plate wasn't right or the, you, oh, no, I, I said, can I have salad it. in a bowl and you put it on a plate? <laughs> sorry, sorry, not sorry, because we're all eating it on the plate. Why do you have to have a bowl? Well, I think the sorry, not sorry is women say that more to men and women say sorry to women, like genuinely sorry. sorry. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Again, the reason they call her a doctor is because she was a therapist or a marriage counselor that should know some of this or have, you know, fielded a lot of these type of things. But no, you're saying, (laughs) sorry, it doesn't really matter. It's just a a default response when something didn't go and you don't want to look that bad, but you got to apologize for it because you look kind of that bad. I'm sorry, not sorry that you missed my point. Yeah. See, that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's my whole- Women tend to be more uh, forgiving with their girlfriends, less forgiving when they're in a relationship. Yeah, it's really- To the guys. Right. It's like, guys, look, I'll be the first to admit, I'm not always right. (laughs) I'm just never wrong. Wow. Ah! Typical thing. Uh, Maybe for you to say. (laughs) (laughs) Not all that guys, you know, have that big of an ego. No, all men say that. We'll let you have that onto yourself. But if if you're thinking, oh, you know what? Later on, I want a little snicker, snicker, snook. Hmm, sure, honey. Yeah, I'm sorry. You'll just say it because you know at the end of the evening, you're looking for the home run and having a little fun. But at the moment... You're like, mm, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not apologizing for this. But if I want a little snookies at the end of the night, I better go ahead and, you know, just get out of the way. Sorry. And it's not going to matter much. But if the guy's not interested, he doesn't really want to do anything that night, he will keep to that point. And I mean, that he's right and not take the sorry, not sorry to and the that's when end of the day. That guy ends up in my office <clears throat> with his wife or his partner because basically I say, it's not about you. It's about the relationship. Remember, the relationship is always bigger than the two of you. And it's not about being right. It's about resolving problems. Okay. So then I'll equate that to the game. So you're, you know, you're doing doubles. So you have a partner on your team playing with you. Uh, you rather just do that or win the game? Would you rather just, okay, man, just get over it. I don't care. Let's go next point. We need to keep this thing moving. We're down three. Let's, sorry, not sorry. It doesn't even matter at this point. Well, it depends how competitive the other people are that you're playing with. All right. Okay. Well, and that's the same within a relationship. Guys are way more competitive, even in a relationship or a marriage or anything. So men have that tendency. If you guys are all, you know, more, well, you're a lot, I think you guys are more passive aggressive, but if you feel like you're doing the default, sorry, not sorry thing, you don't think guys pick up on that and say, Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. you didn't mean that. You yeah. Didn't give a I, I think that men tend to like a woman who is less passive aggressive and just kind of says what she thinks, what's on her mind. It's a lot easier for men. And women don't tend to do that yeah. all the time. And cheaper, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, get to the point already. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a little break here. We're going to come right back, pick up on uh, some more of the topics that Dr. Don had uh, been yapping about. I'm hoping that, uh, you know, you stick around. We've been having fun all this time. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Hey, and welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball. I'm Tony with Dr. Don. If you've uh, been listening so far, we've kind of covered the main topic or the main theme of the show, the sorry, not sorry, which bled into another uh, topic or a current event of the day and stuff going on, which is pretty insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, on bullcrap, by the way. Yep. It wasn't like, oh, uh, yeah, we found Auschwitz and that's why we're coming after you. I mean, this wasn't like major uh, hate crime or against humanity or nothing. Yet, that's what the government's doing nowadays. So the sorry, not sorry (laughs) is throwing the fastball at the guy's head. And if he happens to hit him there, great, but he's not sorry, really. Well, really, it's like a socialist uh, or communist thing that you are able to go after your political opponent. I mean, when did that happen in the United I, States well, of I was, America? No, it didn't. Well, I don't know, man. They were trying to do it back when the Klan first started. I don't know if you remember. And when they marched down Washington and they came right through the center and they had like maybe 30,000 marching straight down. I mean, they were making a point. There was like over 4 million in the Klan at the time. So they were a very serious group going after the government. And it's kind of the same. I mean, it's like the new narrative or what we've been being told this whole time. Oh, well, they've been doing it with Russia, 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 impeachment, uh, what, number two? I mean, how much can they throw at one person where, where people have to, it doesn't matter what party you're in, you have to look at it and go, one minute, this is ridiculous. Now this person is running for president again and they're indicting him. At some point, you have to say, this is a political hit job. Okay. That's exactly what it is. All right. All right. But then what you actually said was it opens up his can worms and then allows you to go back in time. Yeah. And say, Kennedy, sorry, man. I don't care. You and your brother doing Monroe. Mm-hmm. Forget that. Yep. I don't care. Whatever you, what deal you ever made with Castro. When yep. you got all, you got, you got all the Cubans out, but no one else did. But whatever deal you made under the tunnel. With Khrushchev, they both met in underneath. I don't know if you know this stuff, but underneath the there's a tunnel underneath. Many there's tunnels, lots of tunnels <laughs> underneath the White House uh, and yeah, grounds we under know all that. those things. Okay, yeah, through every. Major they figured city. out. Listen, the Bay of Pigs. It was about to happen. That was going to be World War Three. Twenty years after, you know. The, and it kind of feels like we're there right now today. Yes. I mean, how crazy are things in the world at this moment? Insane. There's a lot of craziness going on. The point was, you could go back. Whale on a Kennedy, whale on an FDR, look at it for that yeah. one, or slam on Wilson, who his whole ticket was, we're not entering the war, never going to happen. That's why you got to reelect me. First thing he does, enters the war. Mm-hmm. And when, what about the shenanigans with Clinton in office? Oh, I love that one. <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, <laughs> it's kind of, oh, well, he made it legal that BJs aren't sex. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. It turns out. It turns yeah. out that that's okay. Somehow or another, if your person like listen okay you're married and that guy gets one it's it's not it's off limits it's fine or if you're actually doing it to another guy and the husband's like what and you're like oh look you can get it i can give it it's the same what does that mean it's you know what it's kind of crazy that they're doing this because it really is going to come back at them the sorry no sorry they opened up a can of worms and it's not just past presidents it's politicians i mean let's talk about the taxes that Now it went through the Supreme Court, and you can look at a past president's taxes. Now that opens up looking at everybody's taxes, all politicians, all presidents. I think they're going to really find that all of this stuff that they're pushing is going to come back at them at some point. It always does anyway. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can only be Hitler for so long. <laughs> not that I'm saying <laughs> anyone on. in the industry or anyone I going. I don't know. Up. It seems like communism's here. Right. Knocking or at socialist. our door. Yeah. 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 Khrushchev said back in 59, as he was addressing the United Nations, the U.S. mainly, that, hey, we'll feed you small doses. It's coming. Your children and children will end up being like us. They won't even know that it was communism. It just started with socialism and grew into it. You know, it's there's some crazy, crazy stuff always happening out there. Like in our time, it's happening. I didn't think it would even happen in my kid's time, would you? You know what? If you really look back um, at the past couple of presidents, the president before our past president, you could see things were happening at that time that were unusual, that not were not okay. And I think a lot of people were asleep. And they finally are waking up right now, especially going through COVID and being mandated to do something. I think people are waking up and going, hey, what's going on here? You know, the government is supposed to work for the people, not the people working for the government. Uh, That's out the window the first day they wrote the thing. (laughs) Well, we do have a constitution. Yeah, it used to be a great piece of paper, right? No, it still is. It still is. That they would follow. Well, that's it, why like, we there's a have, lot of good. Yeah, I agree that there's a foundation that we can do this well, from. God did bless America. Oh, <laughs> had to go there. Yeah, huh? sure did. Okay. Not that someone just put that in a song and kind of <laughs> made that an anthem. Or I'm just a sex therapist and the marriage therapist. So what do I know? And a pickler <laughs> and a munchkin and a spinner and a lover of Indian food. People, what am I? God, this lady does not stop. It's all about the tikka, all about the hard tikka, little masala on the side. Uh, and then when I tandoori you, it is insane. Well, that's interesting. Well, okay, it's not much, you know, more on that subject. So, oh no, there's a lot more I could that say. That I'm going but... to ask about is if you let me finish. Don't get me started, Tony. Uh, you right. know where I go with this stuff. Okay, we're gonna take another quick break. Uh, come back. Of course, we got terms coming up, which I keep reiterating is my favorite part of this whole thing. Um, I love the other stuff, but this is my cute little favorite part. And uh, that uplifting story I look very forward to talking about. It's super inspirational, and um, there's a lot more to it. And pickleball was the catalyst. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hang in there. Hi, and welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball. It's Tony with Dr. Don, Sir Dr. Don, if I could say <laughs> No, you can't. <laughs> Hasn't really been knighted yet, but he's yeah. fine. I, I, I really don't look like a sir, but. No. Yeah. To sir with love. To serve mm-hmm. with love. I like that. A pickleball movie. A pickleball story. We should have our own things. Anyway, I wanted to get to this lovely uh, inspirational story. It's insane, first of all, because. Who loses that much weight anyway? Not even on that TV show, My 600-Pound Life or whatever that's called. I mean, you're saying she was 350, mm-hmm. loses 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. What the f***? Like, I'm like 225, 30. That means I would be like a little infant, you know, like a four, two. I, I don't think you'd be alive, Tony. No, I'd have a little, like, at least 25 or 30 pounds <laughs> on me. But you, you'd be negative. <laughs> you'd be in the ground ground. All playing pickleball. It's unbelievable. That's what I wanted to get to. You know, you kind of read the story and you had a little more detail off mic um, that her family was one way and they didn't really 
encourage sports or being athletic. Books were more the vibe for her, so she wanted to be smart. She claims she didn't move for years um, until she was 50 or a little over 50. Mm -hmm. And then she stumbled onto a pickleball court and she kind of taught herself how to play by going through YouTube videos and got addicted to it. I mean, literally. And the article is about, it says that it saved her life. And if you really think about it, she says not literally, but kind of literally, because if you are weighing that much, you're going to have medical problems throughout your life. There's a ticking tick tock bomb going on with that. Absolutely. A hundred percent. That's insane. First of all, on pickleball is the part of the aim of insane. Because <laughs> you play, everyone plays. I don't, I don't see people losing 15 pounds. How does someone lose 200? There had to be something in her head that made her become this. Now, I remember you said that she was playing about six days a week, right? Yeah, she was. Okay. But, but if you think about it, once you're motivated to play, and then maybe you do lose some weight because she's someone who didn't work out at all, and then that motivates you to eat better and you feel better. So it kind of all goes together. I know for me, when I get up in the morning and I play pickleball, I'm motivated to look better, feel better. My mind is clear. I'm happier. So I can see where that can have a profound positive effect on someone. Right. As, like any addiction, there's an obsession. But when you see a result, that gets to you, turns you on, and makes you feel fantastic. The result is beyond what you expected. You tend to keep going harder for it and, and bigger for it. You don't sit there and say, "Well, I'm I'm pretty good. I, you know, I was 350 pounds. You know, I'm at 300 now. I'll stay." What? <laughs> 300 is still like out of whack. But yeah. she starts shedding, and then when she looks in the mirror, she's like, um, "I used to fit in these." Now they're kind of baggy on me. And I'm just, I don't mean it in a bad way because that 300 pounds closer you know, going to be tight. Well, the thing is though, once you're playing pickleball, if you're really into it, you want to get better. And so if you're lighter and you're more fit, you're going to be able to get to the ball faster. You're not going to be out of breath. Well, that's any sport. I mean, if you're going to do anything, it's not like she was a swimmer. That was never going to (laughs) happen. That wasn't, you don't, you can't swim at 300 pounds. You can't even swim at 200 pounds. You can swim. No, not in athletic, not in competition. No, I mean, but what you are you going to do? like, what are they, 4% body fat, 2.5% no, body fat? No, you can't fat? do much in competition when, I mean, 350 pounds. I mean, maybe dancing. I've seen some dancers. Right. Well, when you look at basketball players and they're like, you know, 7 foot, 300 pounds is like, like Shaq or something. Right. That's In his day, when he was in shape, when he was the guy – and he was 300 pounds. He was a monster at 7'2". So you expect that thing. But I'm fe- I'm thinking, okay, so she was a woman. So I'm, I'm thinking she was seven foot, not even six foot, maybe not even a full five and a half foot. And <laughs> imagine what you're looking at. You're looking at something that might have been, to her anyway, on just face value. If we saw someone walking down the street, everyone would just look and say, oi, okay, I'm unfortunate. But if you saw the before and after, You'd freak. Everyone would go on this diet. Why don't we invent that diet? Add the pickleball We're diet. done with this, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to say thank you so much for listening to these episodes. We have now started a whole new business. <laughs> the pickleball the, diet. The, the PBDs. Yes. But you know what? I mean, you, you might be talking about the way someone looks, but in reality, it's about health. I always say... You know, it's about your health. And if you're severely overweight, your health is going to be compromised. You know, for anyone that is obese or overweight, one of the things is your health is going to be compromised by being that heavy. Yeah, but she states it wasn't really like she thought that. She didn't think like I was 
on the path of a quicker Probably demise Probably than not. if I was healthier. She said it was more spiritual, Well, mental. in her family, they just didn't sweat, quote unquote, is what she said. It was more important for her to be reading books and studying and learning than to go out and play. Go out and play a sport or go out and run or go whatever it is um, until she was in her 50s. Well, that's great, but insane too. So she's on the planet 50 years and kind of grows into this per- larger person than I obviously she was when she was young. And because of pickleball, she said she'd never even been on a court. She stumbled on it, right? Yep, she, she stumbled she, on it. She's just walking one day and said, mm-hmm. what is this? And she, that is the power of pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> the PB, PPB. Forget the PBD diet. This is now the power. Of pickleball. And why? It's the fastest growing sport in America. There you go. go. Because America has like the highest. I mean, this should inspire so many people to say, because it's it's not like tennis where it's a bigger, larger, harder, faster game. You know, this is quick and agility wise. But if you could lose that much. Uh, that's insane. You're sure there's no surgery in this thing? <laughs> nah, I mean, it's an <laughs> I mean, article. like on the pickleball card, there's a lot of doctors, the guy up there, scalpel, scalpel. <laughs> bandage, Maybe it's one it. way sponge, to avoid sponge. all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that is crazy, but that's a wonderful story. If pickleball wanted to have a, a spokesperson and poster child for this Weight great, loss, yeah. This is the guy. All right, we're going to come back with terms when uh, we come back. That's funny. We're going to come back when we come back. Duh. In the meantime, that's all it is. Keep it real, Tony. (laughs) Anyway, when we get back, we're going to do terms, which is my favorite section of the evening. Even though this inspirational story was fantastic. We're going to hear a little bit more from the Don of Doctorness that she is. And we feel like just wait for the terms. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, and welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball. Again, I'm Tony with Dr. Don, and we're in our last segment, the terms. If you've been following us at all, these things usually are nasty. I don't know where they come from. Kind of uh, stupid sounding, but they say nothing that they mean, but it's pretty obvious what they could mean kind of thing for terms. It's a crazy game, and the terms are even more crazy. So I'm going to throw a couple more at you right now. See if uh, you know any of these. All right. I do too. I mean, if I said something like, you know, uh, a let, that's the same as in tennis. Really, I mean, that's an easy term. You know, ding shot, I think we did. Or, you know, the backcourt or a backspin. But some of these things are interesting. And I find this one interesting. What is flat face? (laughs) Flat face? Seriously? That's hilarious. Flat face? Who comes up with these terms? Well, I mean, I know what a flat ass is, but I don't see that. I mean, I say that all the time, but I don't see it pertaining to... Pickleball. Flat face? I don't know. Maybe when the ball hits the pavement and gets crushed. (laughs) (laughs) When it hits your your face and your nose is broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It flattens your face out. There you go. Mm, Yeah, no, it's, it's something even more pathetic than that. Okay, what is it? So These are so not... I mean, they're great... It's not Valley Lama, that's for sure. But, you know, this one's kind of a very simple one. So flat face, the official term for this is keeping the pickleball paddle hitting surface parallel to the net. So if you're playing with your paddle and it's not hanging down by your arm or you're getting ready for it, it's sideways or you got it at an angle, but turned 
directly at the opponent equal or they're parallel to the net. That is so lame. Why would there be a term for that? I have no idea. Who came up with that? Is that a, a position? Do people play that way? Do they grab it with two hands and yeah, hold it there? Can. Like they, a sword, but like... I don't know. I mean, I'm, I know people that can grab it with two hands, but oh, I'm wow. talking dun, the dun, dun. Hey, <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Try the veal. <laughs> what are you talking about, Tony? <laughs> I'm talking about like, you know, when they hold a sword. Uh-huh. You should, see, you should see what he looks like right now. <laughs> and you're holding it. And yeah. the way that they start, like in the movies or whatever, it's always flat face. They don't turn it to where it's just the blade and you mm-hmm. see a skinny little, you know, sharp edge. They turn it so that you can see Excalibur or whatever they call the, their sword. So I now, can't even imagine holding the paddle like that up flat face. That just makes sense. Maybe to the side as a defense, like, you know, someone's going well, to just is, yeah, bang it at you. So you have it to, to the side. Have a, you ever seen it? No. Okay. All right. You've never seen it. No. There's a term. We've kind of figured out how that would look. Yes. That's And lame. it means shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's nice. All right. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is an interesting one, but you, you might have heard it, but I don't think so. Poach. Oh, yeah. I know what poaching is. Okay. Absolutely. All right. It here we go. Because she time. said that. All right. What is that? It means. Your partner takes your. Ball. ball. Like it's supposed to be on your side and they come over onto your side and they hit the ball. It's actually not a bad thing, especially if you're working together. Okay. Right. But if you have a person who thinks they're a better player than they are and they come over and they poach your ball and they don't make the shot, then it's a little irritating. Right. So you're in your side or in your court area. Yep. Right. The lines and they're on theirs. Right. And they feel like they could get to the shot quicker and better than you, even though it's on your side of the court. Which is fine because really, if, if you, you look, can. but if you look at, you know, games where they're in tournaments, they're constantly going on each other's side of the court. I mean, yeah. that's very normal. Well, I call that a hog. <laughs> People that hog the ball, want the thing, want the you know, adulation, want me. Like, I don't think you're that good. So I'm going to do everything. Well, that's exactly the point. And that's when you'll see, it's not like they're being your partner. It's that, oh, I don't think you're that good, so I've got to, you know, carry this entire game. Right. If we're going to win, I've got to be the double player guy. Right. And cover all. All bases. If I can't and you can get to something, please, God, hit it over the net. Right, right. (laughs) And then you're like, all right, I'm not playing with this person again. Or if they're cool, like some of them will say, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I I poached that from you. And I'm usually like, that's Okay, well, here we go. This is one of the first terms that you've known. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we are how many into this? And you're just figuring, like, you know, and I thought it was kind of funny because poach, like an egg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were going to come up with, I don't know what it means, but it it's mean It's pretty like, common on the pickleball court. People do know what that Well, that's right. Well, they do that in tennis doubles. Yeah. Uh, but I've seen it. You know, there's like a ground ball's hit to the shortstop. He could easily pick it up. The third baseman, zip, <laughs> runs over and takes it because he doesn't trust the arm or something or the, the shortstop guy's having a bad day. He doesn't think he's that good. So he'll go out of his way to get that ball. Right. As a third baseman, you're taught, go after everything you can. If you miss it to your left, you got a guy behind you that can pick it up. You know, so you use that. But I've seen guys say, I don't care. I don't care if he thinks he can get it or not. I'm doing it. I'll, move, I'll even move over if I think the guy is hitting up more of the middle, cover more of the shortstop right. area. So I don't really consider this guy, that but in poaching this, then. But they can't, they're not in your court waiting on your side. Oh, yeah. They come into your court. Oh, they, so let's say they hit the ball. Yeah. It's now on the opponent's side. 
Right. The ball's about to come back. It looks like they might hit on your side, so he steps in front of you? Oh, yeah, they do that. I mean, I will kill you. <laughs> and it's worse when they do that and they actually don't get the point. <laughs> and you're right there. You're like, okay. Yeah, dude, like, uh, like I could have done worse. You suck. <laughs> but oh. then if, if you know that you're playing with a partner and you're going to do that, that's a different thing. I don't call that poaching. I, I call that like you're playing um, a game. You're strategizing because sometimes you do that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Wait, you knew that one. It's okay. I'm not going to, I have a couple more. No, we'll save those for other episodes. Like you said, we're not even halfway through all these. Mm -hmm. Some are obvious, so I'm not going to, you know. Yeah. I think I just shocked you by knowing that one. Damn. (laughs) Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time listening to uh, what we're about doing and continue to try to do. And and you had a good time with the pickleball antics, with the inspirational stories and the news of the day and all the stuff we try to cover here in our little world of pickleballness. And she, the pickler, the Dr. Donis of picklers. Oh, the Donis. Oh, I like that, Tony. I'm an Adonis, but you're the Donis. Oh, that's a good one. All right. (laughs) Again, thanks so much for uh, listening to us. You can uh, find us at where, Dr. Don? Well, you can find me on Twitter under Don's Mission, as well as on YouTube, Dr. Don Michael, and all of the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify. Oh, Google and those areas. Google, any any podcast So what, the Twitters, the... Yep, just look up... Maybe not Facebook, but go to gettingdownwiththepickleball.com. And you can see and hear our episodes there. And you can, oh, you might actually see us on there, I think. Mm-hmm. There's photos of us. <laughs> Ouch. Uh. But I think we're basically almost everywhere we can be at this point. And please follow us and share with uh, with your friends and your family. And if you really like it, that's what, uh, what really helps us get up there in the Google search is if you share it and uh, you follow us. So, and I want to thank all of you for all the comments you've been leaving, listening to our podcast and liking it. It really inspires us to continue to make more of these and hope you're having a good time with it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thanks again for listening. We're going to be back with more of the antics and the news and the stories and the terms and everything else that we can kind of throw in there and whatever banter comes about. So thanks again. We'll catch you next time and have fun pickling out there. <laughs>